Hello and welcome back to the Radio Nasties Halloween event. As usual, I'm your host Richard with my co-host Vic. Yo, tonight is going to be killer. Is it? It's better than the last one. Is something going to happen on this fateful night? Does stuff usually happen on this night? Yeah. Not for 20 years though. <laughs> oh no, no it hasn't. We've got Jamie Lee Curtis back now. Hooray! Yeah, today we are tackling Halloween H20 20 years later. Mm. Most people just call it H2O. Yeah. If you read the title of this film literally, it would be Halloween, Halloween 20, 20 years later. Yeah. Did nobody stop and think... It's a Japanese title, isn't it? (laughs) This title is awful. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first time in the franchise where they wiped continuity. Obviously something they did later on. And then again. Yep. So this film follows on from Halloween 2. Unfortunately. But ignores 4, 5 and 6. So it should. And by default 3. Should have ignored 2 as well. It should have. I I generally, I don't think it would have occurred to them that they could do that. They probably thought, oh, she was in the second one. So we've got to acknowledge that one. Whereas in this time they went, no, fuck that. Fucking ignore that. So we have, as Vic said, the return of Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Well, this was supposed to be her, like, revenge. Yeah, I think her, uh, one of her conditions for coming in the film was, like, I want to fucking kill him this time. Yeah. Which she does. Does Or does she? So, like Halloween 2, this film starts with Mr. Sandman. Why is Mr. Sandman in this? Yeah. Like, I is Mr. Think... Sandman supposed to be like no, I, I think with they the Boogeyman? Are. Yeah, I think they're comp- saying he's Mr. Sandman. And the, like I said when we reviewed Halloween 2, the dream he is bringing is the eternal dream of death. Okay. I don't think they were doing it as a message when they were do- in Halloween 2. They were probably just doing it as a callback to Halloween 2. I, yeah, I guess. I just don't know why they did it in number 2. So it's October 29th. 1998. In Langdon, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, we get the nurse from... Yeah, she, she, so she looks like a nurse. She gets out, she walks up to a door. This is the same nurse. You you find out later on the scene, but this is the same nurse that... Played by the same actress. Yeah. Which is cool. That was driving with Loomis. To, yeah, uh... and... Yeah, she was in the first one that was driving, and then she was in the second one, the, the nurse that came back halfway through the film to help him out. We'll take him back. But she notices uh, there's some broken glass by her front door. And uh, when, I, I quite like this because when it pans down to the broken glass, Mrs. Sandman like abruptly stops. Oh. Something yeah, that's quite, yeah, that's quite cool. Quite a cool thing. Isn't it? The broken glass she sees is from the front door like, lamp. So she looks into the dark house and she's like, obviously, you know, fuck this. Like, what if somebody's actually broke in? I'm off. So she goes around to the next door and she, she knocks... And then she's startled by a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. How many people got their start in yeah, like, this Jamie franchise? Jamie Curtis, Paul Rudd. Yep, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Josh Hartnett. Who's yeah, in Josh film Hartnett, as well. of course. Yep. So um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing a uh, 
He's also got a Jason mask. Yeah, I was about point. to bring that up. Little reference. There's a yeah. few core references. Yeah. yeah, but they they let her into their house while she calls the police. And um, see, this is where I fucking started realizing something's up. Cause she she they make a big point of her smoking a fag because Joseph Gordon Levitt says, "Did anyone tell you that secondhand smoking kills?" And the nurse says, "Yeah, but they're all dead." <laughs> well done, <laughs> well done indeed. Oh. She smokes a cig- uh, cigarette like a fucking boss. Joseph Gordon Levitt and his friend, they decide they're big men, so they go and. Well, he does them. anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, he The goes, other ones, so no, I'm going to stay out here and protect. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we see the place inside is trashed. Jimmy, Joseph Gordon Levitt, yeah. he steals some beer. Yeah, from a fridge. Yeah. And then an ironing board. Yeah, he gets startled. <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy goes out. She's like, nothing to fear. Coast is clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he says that the uh, the office is trashed and also her kitchen. But that yeah. was actually him. Yeah. These teenagers have so got they... to get beer however they can. Yeah. Yeah. They fuck off and the nurse, you know. Nurse... I would have just told her and be like, yeah, I checked out your house. Nothing there. Took a couple of beers. Payment. Bye. Yeah. yeah. So the nurse, does, she goes she goes back in and uh, she realises the lights won't work. Obviously, we're in a Halloween film. Electronics um, just... Stop. Yeah, it don't work. Checks the fuse box. It's still fucked. Yeah, this is where we see that you know she she finds a photo of Loomis in a file of you know on Laurie Strode. This is when we realise she's the same nurse. Yeah, you know, from the original. She hears something, and we see that Michael is behind her. And she checks out what it is. She sees that the front door's been open. I think. Yeah, and she decides to fucking leg it. She's like, no, I'm done with this. She just gets shot. I'm out. I don't blame her. She's been through this. She knows who the fuck it could be. So she runs back to Jimmy's house. And poor Jimmy's got a hockey shoe in his face. Right in his fucking face. Michael is not fucking around on this one. He's like, kids, bye. His friend's dead as well. So we're in the cold open. stabbed in the back. I think she opens the door or something. He falls on her. But Michael appears in the doorway. And it's a fucking cool shot. This is the kind of introduction that Michael Myers deserves. Yeah. Proper like, return. Not to I'm just form. coming from the fucking shadows and putting some twat on a pike. <laughs> um, you know, Michael appears in the doorway and it's 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 fucking cool. He, he grabs his signature knife. This is what we want. This yeah. is this kind of thing we want. If he's coming back, they they have a little scuffle. Him and the nurse. She hits him. You know, he tries to stab her. And at this point, I love this bit. At this point, the police arrive from the uh, obviously the nine one one call from before, and uh, you know they arrive to check on. On the house, but she she's obviously in fucking George, yeah, she's, Joseph Gordon Levitt's house. Off, yeah. yeah, so she screams for them, but they're they're checking the other house. You know, she continues to fight with Michael. She smacks Michael, gets him away enough to to break the window, and she shouts, "I'm in here, goddammit!" And just as she says it, Michael just comes up behind her and slits her throat. And it's like, oh, you poor fucker! And when the police come out of the house, they notice that the uh, the the broken window. And um, Michael drives away in this fucking beautiful muscle car. I was just like, this is everything I want from an opening. <laughs> More police arrive as, you know, the house has become like a crime, crime scene, scene now. now. Yeah. The the coppers talk about how, you know, the nurse is Marion Chambers. Yeah. Is, you know, she's, she's, they, we find out that she cared for Loomis until he died. You know, this is the retcon of Loomis. He gets a better send off in just this little bit of dialogue than he did in. Yeah. Halloween six, but the two co- the you know the two coppers they talk about how Loomis tried to uh, continue to stop Michael until his death, but Michael's body was never found for uh, twenty years. So I'm guessing he nearly burned again, <laughs> nearly burned again. 
I swear to God, if they do this in Halloween Kills, I'm going to be annoyed. It's like, stop burning him and not explaining how he gets yeah. out of it. But the, cop, the, the two coppers, they find this, this room in the nurse's house, and it's basically dedicated to Michael, yeah. or, or going after Michael, I suppose. It's got his news articles and all this shit. And um, the, the black copper, he, he's called Fitz. He decides to call Haddonfield and warn them, because he's yeah. like... Because I think even the other copper is like, you're being fucking weird, mate. It's, it's nothing. He's been dead for 20 years. And uh, Fitz is like, fuck this. Like, I know about Michael, mate. I'm yeah. bringing him just in case. The the other copper makes a joke about looking for a guy with Alzheimer's and a cane. Because Michael would, is 20 years later. And Fitz basically says that Michael would be younger than him. And that he was 15 when Michael... Yeah, he'd only be 42. Yeah. No, 41 at this point. He yeah, does quite a good job when he's fucking 61. Yeah, true. The other copper kind of does this whole, like, he looks into the room and he's like, Michael Myers. Yeah, right. And then the credits come on. Yeah. And I was like, this is an opening. This yeah, is a exactly really good what cold I, opening. This is exactly what I want from an opening. Yeah. You know, we get enough callbacks, we get enough, like, Set Michael Myers. The story yeah, is, right. Yeah. And we know he's already here and yeah. it's like, it's cool. The main the main credits rolls and there's a very very poor Loomis impersonator. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah, it's like why didn't they just use dialogue from Halloween one? Which is what they did in the most recent. Yeah, one. it's like they, they didn't need to be new dialogue. It could have just been, or even just look through unused footage see if there was something. But it's like the impersonator didn't even try to sound like him. We get like an updated version of the Halloween theme as well. I don't I d- mind this one. No, I didn't. It's, it's all casual. No, it's, 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 it's very. It's quite cool. Yeah, the soundtrack in this is great. Like I, I mean, say, it's, it's all. It's nowhere near as no, good as the original, but, but it's definitely. At good. least they took. Yeah, it's the, not just someone on a it, fucking keyboard it, yeah. pressing you know, like, the, we'll take the effects. It and we'll do an orchestra version. We'll, yeah. you know, if we're going to mimic this song, we might as well. Do a, a better version. Well, not, well, not better, better, but. but uh, do something yeah. with it. Like, and it, it sounds really good with the strings. Yeah. But yeah. We get some classic Michael POV shots. He's going through a school. Yeah. Um, he's in. Where we see the photo of Josh Hartnett. In the... Yeah, he's in Jamie. Um, well, Laurie's office. Essentially, we're not supposed to know this yet, but it's it's basically taking us around this this this. Uh, office and it's it's uh, we see Josh Hartnett you know it's a it's like a a picture a parent would have yeah on the desk and um, beside a head teacher plaque that says Kerry Tate yeah which we find out will be Jamie Lee Curtis's new uh, alter ego yeah yeah you know we we see the little closet bit from Halloween then we see there's a knife in Josh in Josh Hartnett's photo and somebody's written Laurie Strode. On the blackboard? Um, yeah. And then we find out, Twas all a dream! Yeah, Laurie wakes up screaming. And I love this. I love this. Because, they, you know, the first scene we get of her... Is her screaming. And she's a scream queen. Yeah. She's the scream it's queen. It's like she's back. Yeah, she's the scream queen. <laughs> I'm back, bitches! I had this great conversation with Matt, actually, while we were watching um, Hatchet 2. And I was saying how... Because Daniel Harris is in that. And... Um, I was obviously saying, you know, to him and Trav that, oh, you know, she's she's classed as a scream queen. I was basically explaining to Matt and Trav about how, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was the original scream queen. And, like, everything's... It's, it's a cool fucking concept now when you think about it. Yeah. Like, I never thought about it as much until I was talking, like, telling them about it. Like, scream queen 
It's, did you know the uh, Scout Taylor Compton, the the one that played uh, Laurie in Rob Zombie's one? She's a Scream Queen now as well. Oh, is she? Yeah. What else has she been in? I mean, I think she's been in a load of shit, but right. like she's been in enough horror now for her to be classed as a Scream Queen. Yeah, because she was in the last convention we went to. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of gutted I didn't get her autograph in it a oh, little what? bit. I am. <laughs> But we'll get to that when we do the Rob Zombie films. I mean, no discredit to her as a person. I just don't oh, I'm sure like she's the film she's in. I thought she was great in the films, though. Well, she looked good at the convention. She, you know, she seemed to have a lot of time for her films. No, but I'm saying, like, in Rob Zombie's films, like, yeah, what she, she had to yeah, work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Like was... I say, I haven't got anything against her. I just didn't like the film. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll get into that. No, we won't. I know I don't like the film. Oh, we'll so I'm just telling Maybe you. Maybe I'll persuade you it's your favourite one. Oh. Halloween 2. But Josh Hartnett, he comes... What's the fucking kid's name? Oh, he's John. This is John. It's something boring. It's something like that. But he comes in, he comforts her. Another cool thing, um, we see she's got the scar on her arm. I was about to bring that up, yeah, yeah from, from where she was hit. And Josh gets her, you know, some pills for nightmares. Uh, it'll come up later, but we kind of find out that Jamie Lee Curtis is essentially an alcoholic. Yeah. Or nearing. Nearing. She's That's alcohol dependent. Nearing, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's not as if she drinks constantly through the day. It seems like she drinks when she gets an opportunity to. So it seems she's more. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say she was a fully fledged alcoholic yet. I'd say she was alcohol dependent. She's got some fucking shit going on upstairs, anyway. Put it that way. Yeah. But we we see the you know the traditional, you know, telling us where we are. Yeah, where we'd usually get our Haddonfield. It's yeah. uh, Summer, Summer Glen, Glen, California, October thirty first. I love the fact that it's not set in Haddonfield. Yeah. It's like, fight, you find You don't need it to be set in Hell's Anfield. We, uh, you know, this is where we see that the... It's our introduction to the high school, which is essentially the main place of this film. Yes, the primary scene. Yeah. And um, we get um, John and Laurie talking about how he's going... Or how he wants to go camping... And yeah, she's kind some of like, she's like, I'm not trip. fucking having this. Like, you know, it's Halloween. I'm not used to this. He also mentions how his dad's a fucking junkie. Yeah, because uh, Laurie hands him a letter. And he's like, oh, it's a two month late birthday card. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, they describe him as an abusive chain smoking addict. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have got this if you married Ben Tramer. If he didn't get caught. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Crushed and then exploded and burned horrifically. <laughs> Poor kid. But we cut to uh, Josh and he's with his he's with his friends. His male friend. I mean, I, I don't know why you'd notice this, but I did because I I love the film. Um, his his friend plays the young Robin Williams in Jumanji. Oh, yeah, cool. He's the kid that's in the beginning of Jumanji. I was like, who is? I recognise this kid, and I was like, oh, it's the kid from Jumanji. Oh. <laughs> so. There's that 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 lad. He says to to. It's not John. It's it's it is it is John, isn't it? I was about to say there it's Josh, and then I realised that's Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Josh is John. <laughs> yeah, but his friend says to John, uh, John how um, you know he's gonna John's gonna end up running a uh, motel with his mum, which is obviously a reference to, to psycho. psycho. Yeah, yeah. It's um, not even the only Psycho reference. What? It's not even the only Psycho reference. Oh, is it not? No, well, think who's in the film. I'm generally trying to think. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> we see Laurie like gazing out of the window, and Michael's reflection appears. Yeah, in she the has window, lots of different know. visions of yeah. him. He's never actually there. Josh and his friends they meet up with John's girlfriend, and they are they're all talking about ditching the camping trip now and having a, a Halloween party. We uh we cut to a truck traveling down the road, 
traveling down Highway 139, Northern California. Yeah. The truck pulls into a rest area and uh, mother and child get out. So they, they've stopped because they need to go for a piss. Yeah, they go to the ladies' bathroom, but it's locked. We also get the shot where it kind of pans over and we notice that Michael's yeah, beautiful muscle, beautiful cars, muscle cars there. Hocked up. Um, they can't use the female toilets for some reason. Yeah, so they head over to the boys' room and the kid's like, I'm not going in there. The light's broken, of course, so she has to hold the, the door open with a rock. Yeah. Um, this will come up again when we do the most recent one, but this is the reference to this film that's in the new one because we have like a, a scene that's very similar the mum goes into the toilet the little girl's into the toilet and while the mum's sitting in there she hears the door slam shut a little girl's humming she's kind of you know she's kind of wondering what's going on and Michael fucking straight up grabs her fucking handbag yeah and which she's fucking like, freaks her out it would wouldn't it she looks through the crack and she sees Michael and he kind of looks at her in the reflection of the mirror. And you're... It's such a cool shot. Yeah, it's great. And then she realises that Michael's stolen her fucking car. Because I'm guessing he's run out of gas. So he's it, like, at least she did the smart thing and not like, Hey, give me that back. She's like, this man in the mask has just took me. He took it's back. not, it's not worth car. dying. Exactly, yeah. He's even left me a nice muscle car. Fair trade. <laughs> now we get Laurie. Or... Kerry Tate, who is the uh, the head teacher. Yeah, she's hosting an assembly, you know, yeah. basically, you know, laying down the law about this trip. Like, don't fucking drink. It's basically the scene where we know that nobody's going to be here besides the people that yeah. bunk off. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the point of the film. Well, it's pretty, pretty much the only people that aren't going is John and his three friends. Yeah, the, the reason is as well is that John isn't allowed to go. Cause, yeah, because of law. But then he, he gets permission. Yeah. And he's like, and his. Girlfriend's not going because her financial aid is fucked up or something. Her dad's sent it over too late and not been able to pay for the trip or some bullshit. Something like that. Yeah. We get introduced to a different character now because uh, Laurie and a Mr. Brennan who talk about her. They're, they're not going either. Yeah, and Mr. We... Brennan's like the school counsellor. Well, we quickly find out that he's Laurie's new love interest. Yeah, he's the new Ben Tramer. They make out a bit and discuss that they've got lunch plans at one o'clock. We now get introduced to L.A. Cool J. Oh, I love his character in this film. Who so he's plays a character called Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie the security guard. And pretty much every scene you see him in, he'll be on the phone with his, his darling wife, wife. reading uh, excerpts from his... Well, L.L. Cool J has got a nice little uh, aspirations to be an erotic uh, writer. Novelist, yeah. yeah. And his wife's kind of on his phone, and she is like the most stereotypical black wife yeah. ever. She's yeah. like, motherfucker, this ain't gonna pay for shit. <laughs> and he's like, but baby, this is my right, and I love this right. It's great, because we get another scene later on where she's actually into it. Yeah, the more she goes on, she's, she's like, because like, he gets annoyed, because she has to like, put him yeah. on hold. Like, don't put me on hold, I won't leave him on hold. <laughs> uh, yeah. But John shows up, and... Um, we get like an impression that these have like a little relationship. Yeah, John's like trying out. to get. He's like, you've let me out before, and like, he's like, no, if your mum catches me letting you out again, yeah. she's gonna fucking fire me. Yeah, but John persuades Ronnie to let him out. You know, they go, and then we see that Laurie Laurie's gone into town. You know, she she's seen all the Halloween stuff and Michael's reflection in the fucking window. Yeah, she gets and... agitated by anything Halloween. Yeah, this is where she's meeting Brennan for lunch, isn't it? Yeah. So we see that she's... Because she a, sees her boyfriend as Michael. Yeah. We, it's we, like a jump scare. I'm guessing yeah, we essentially... It's, it's she, she's got a slight form of PTSD, I assume. Yeah, yeah. But she talks to Brennan about how, you know, she thinks she's losing her son and a, 
about how she isn't over Michael. Typical fucking, you know. We're just figuring out where Laurie yeah, is. Yeah, it's just a bit of character building. But John and Charlie, who's is a friend from Jumanji, they steal booze from shop from a shop now. They they, they mention something about the booze, and John meant this is John me- mentioning how Laurie is a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, he's like my mum's basically, and um, and then they, they bump into Laurie as well. Mm-hmm. And she's not too happy about John being outside of school. But there was a picture in the date scene that I liked. She's got like her glass. And the waiter comes over and she's like, can I have another glass of Chardonnay? Yeah. And the, the guy's gets... really judgy because he looks at the guy. And she hasn't and like, finished like, like, hardly still any of has got one. And, and she downs like, it. She's like, today. Yeah. Like, yep, sorry. And then, so she's obviously, because, um, what's his name? Brennan. His name. Brennan. Brennan. He's done the classic I'll be right back <clears> line. So yeah. she's obviously thinking, right, I'm going to fucking down the Chardonnay before he gets back. And have another and one. And then have another one and he yeah. won't be any the wiser that I've had a yeah. sneaky extra glass. But yeah, Laurie and John, they have like a fucking hoo-ha in the street. And, yeah. Um, John, you know, John basically says to her, Michael Myers is dead. Yeah. And, you know, you, you know, he says that it's getting to the point now where his mum's problems are affecting him now. Like, he's his own guy. Well, Laurie's like, you know what day it is today. Like, just give me one day. And he's like, I've given you 17 years. Yeah. And he says as well, he's like, you you said yourself you watched him burn. Yeah. It's Mr. Been... Sandman plays on the radio. Well, the funny thing as well. In Michael's jo- car. Well, John says, don't you think he would have showed up by now? And you're yeah. like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Laurie gets into her car and Mr. Mr. fucking Sandman plays on the radio. But as she leaves, we see the stolen truck yeah. on the street. So now we know that Michael's fucking reached Summer Glen. Summer's Glen. Yeah. They all head back to, uh, they, you know, John and Laurie, they head back to the school now. And um, we see that the trucks followed them there. It's behind them as they, you know, they wait for Ronnie to open the gate. And this is where we get our first, like, Michael's watching you again now. Because he kind of sits outside the gate just watching them go in, doesn't he? While he sits yeah. in his fucking car. Molly, um, John's girlfriend, she's, um, she's like washing dishes and like flowers get sent down on the dumbwaiter. The dumbwaiter yeah. becomes like a little set yeah, piece. Yeah. There's got... a little map attached yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. So she follows it and uh it's like a it's just a fake scare out in it. Like jo- yeah, John's there's a little jump out. John jumps out of her. Yeah. But he's, he's basically made like a little Halloween party area yeah, for them. For them with yeah. an unnecessary amount of candles. You always need an unnecessary amount of candles. <laughs> John, John's going on about how he's never s- celebrated Halloween before. Cut back to Laurie teaching a class and they're discussing uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, I quite like this scene. Yeah. Because Molly notices, we get Molly, it's kind of like a callback to the original, isn't it? Where Molly's the one that looks out and sees Michael yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, the, the cool thing is they're talking about Frankenstein and how... Um, they're talking about how Victor should have confronted the monster sooner. And this is obviously a parallel yeah, to Laurie. To, yeah. Laurie um, after the, the lesson, though, Laurie gives John permission to go camping. And um, obviously we know that he's not going. Yeah, he doesn't actually want to go anymore. No. He just wants to have the party with his mates. Yeah, so he crumples up the permission to them. Fucking... This is where all the rest of the school buses, they leave now. Laurie gets startled by Norma, the secretary woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Norma's... Who is played by Janet Lee. Oh, Wow! Oh, I never even knew that. Yeah. That's what I was on about the other Psycho reference. That's cool. And she's called Norma. 
<laughs> but she says um, it's Halloween, I guess. And the best knew. thing is, she goes, just like, I know it's not my place, but let me be maternal. Oh, and it's funny. Yeah, it's Jamie Lee Curtis's actual mother. But she says to Laurie after she scares her, she like, you know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone is entitled to one good scare. And Laurie yep, comes H1 back with reference. Uh, I've had my share. And it's like, oh. So we see the school buses leave. And, um, you know, now we is this the scene when, you know, nobody else is left at the school besides these few people. Yeah. It's, it's empty now. As the school buses drive down the road, Ma- we see that Michael is driving his truck back up the road. Because yeah. he's like, right, this shit's yeah. going on now. This is where we get the cool scene with Ronnie Ronnie reading more erotic fiction to his, to his <laughs> yeah. wife. Because Michael turns up at the gate, doesn't he? Yeah. Ronnie goes out to check. He has it. to go and check, and that's when his wife's like, don't leave me on hold. Yeah, because he has to open the... He notices the car's empty, so yeah, he opens the, the gate to go look in it. Yeah. And that's obviously when Michael well, We see Michael in. walk in from behind him, which is another cool shot. I just love the fact that Michael's back to being Michael. It's showing you how he gets to where it is instead of just, he's just there. Yeah, exactly. He's not Jason. You see Michael's plan going Jason along. teleports. Yeah. But Michael doesn't. Yeah, he plans. He waits. He... Yeah. Ronnie goes back into the security house and um, Michael's kind of giving him a look in him from behind. Ronnie locks himself in. You know, he, he, kind of, he gets back onto the phone and his wife's like, you know, it took you fucking long enough. I want to hear what happens in this motherfucking story. That's great. I think Ronnie hears something at this point, and he goes out to check again, because we get a fake out now with with Ronnie, don't we? Not right now, but I think this is the last time you see Ronnie now until the fake out. Uh, Laurie's finishing up in her office. She sees Michael. Yeah, but it's not Michael. No, it's just another one of her little. It's just Brennan. Michael visions. Yeah. So Brennan's there with her and he says, you know, he says he'll catch up with her in 20 minutes. And I think it's funny because uh, Brennan says to her, give me 20. And Laura says, I'm okay. And I'm like, ha! It's because it's been 20 years! Yeah. Brennan sees Michael go into the showers. uh, Into the showers? Jesus. Hands of Mattel. That's different for the... (laughs) Yeah. Goes into the shadows. We cut back now in uh, Sarah, who's the other female. For I think she's Charlie's girlfriend. Her and Molly are watching Scream too. Yeah, I was about to point out. It's it's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, isn't it? Yeah, because it's the reenactment of the opening scene. Yeah, it's too meta for me. Yeah, it's, it's meta and meta and meta, and it's just oh. metaception. Yeah. Brennan comes in to check, um, you know, check check with the girls. I love the relationship. That yeah, Brennan's they have like got. banter. With yeah, them, they're don't like, they? oh, you know, we're just gonna go out and you know maybe date rape some guys. And he's like, well, you know, be careful when you date rape, and you know, you know, things could happen. And it's, he, uh, he Brennan says that he can't join them because he's getting his nipples pierced. I'm like, I like this character. He's Imagine gonna, they cut and he he's going to die. Getting his nipples pierced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the boys sneak into the girls' room. Yeah. And the windows um, in the back. And we see that Laurie is pouring herself a nice big oh, fucking glass of vodka. I can't handle people drinking straight vodka. It just reminds me of the time I almost died. Oh, you? <laughs> no, you were there all night, Richard. Oh. But um, she uses mouthwash afterwards as well. Because she's like, don't want people smelling this vodka on me. Yeah. <laughs> Better have some alcohol to wash away this alcohol. Yeah. And Brennan comes around with a pumpkin, which I find hilarious. Yeah. She's like, you, That's why she you can see Laurie's face, like, could like, you fucking stop? Like, I've had enough of this. But the uh, the whole group, you know, John, Charlie, uh, Sarah and Molly, they all arrive at the Halloween party place that you mentioned uh, 
John set up. And, but Molly uh, and Charlie are cooking like a full buffet. It's like, what teenagers cook buffets for their drinking for parties? Yeah, I know. So just give me something else. If I was invited to these teenage parties, I would have meant meant to more of them. Look, there's going to be a buffet. (laughs) Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Oh, it's an unnecessary amount of food for four people. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) And when I'm pissed, I eat. Yeah, I suppose. But Charlie goes to look for a corkscrew, which will definitely end well. But now we get the scene where Laurie and Brennan, they have like a heart-to-heart. Yeah, they're they're making out and stuff, and Laurie... Basically tells. Well, she's been telling me she's got a secret. Yeah. And now she says she's finally I, it's, ready to. It's great though because uh, he doesn't he, believe her. Well, he thinks he she's just being kinky yeah, like it's it. role play. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you're the uh, you're the victim, and I'm the uh... yeah. And she's like, no, 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 you a rapist? But no, she says, no, 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 I'm actually not Laurie Strode. Uh, fucking hell, I'm not actually. That's an even bigger twist. Yeah, yeah, she's a member of Thorn. Oh, don't. Oh, no. oh, maybe that's what will happen to Halloween Kills. They'll bring Thorn don't, back. Don't. They're bringing everyone else back. Why not bring him back? But she she, she tells him that, you know, she's obviously... She she had a death faked. You know, she says that Michael waited for her until she was 17. I um, didn't like this bit, because then she clicks now, doesn't she? What, because she, she spots John's birthday card? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's 17. Like, Why would Michael wait until your son was 17 yeah. to come back and get you? It's one of the things that I don't like about this film. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I think she's just overly paranoid, but I get you, the way that it's placed. Yeah. I get, yeah. But we find out that the phones are dead. Of course they are. <sighs> Fucking hell. Can we not just have one film where the phones aren't dead? The phones didn't need to be dead. It could have been a case of they ring the police and the police are like, we'll be there, but you're in the fucking middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So there's not really any need for that. All the phones don't work. But now she, this is when she realises that John didn't go and um, she grabs a gun to go and look for John. And uh, Ronnie shows up at this point and he's, you know, he's telling about the empty truck. And uh, Laurie decides, she's like, I'm going to go looking. Uh, she tells Ronnie to get the phones working. Like, go get the phones working. I'll go and look. Let's fucking leave it at that. Now, um, Sarah's obviously got pissed off waiting for Charlie to yeah, get Yeah, she's fucking... gone into the kitchen to look for him. Yeah. And Char- we have another fake out. Charlie, like, sneaks up on her. And then um, and then he enters the dumbwaiter to check upstairs for a corkscrew. He finds the corkscrew, drops it in the sink. Yeah, in, then... like, the garbage disposal. Yeah. And we see Michael do his whole entering from behind. Yeah. Wow, that's what he said. <laughs> oh. um, and he turns around and he actually says hello to Michael. He's like, you right? right? Hi. We cut to Sarah. She sees Michael walk past the window. And then she finds poor Charlie. And the dumbwaiter. With his throat slit. Yeah. Again, it's gone back to the classic, you know, not seeing the kill. Yeah. It's just, Which here's the aftermath. Yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong, some of the kills were cool in the, the other films, but... Yeah, do like it half it. and half, you know. Yeah. Show some, and then do the mystery to some as well. Yeah. But Michael, obviously, he appears behind her, and she she gets she has to get into the dumbwaiter to, yeah. to get away. Michael stabs her leg before she heads up, and then it, there's this cool shot where he watches the dumbwaiter raise up. Like, he looks in, it's kind of like... But she gets her leg stuck. Because Michael cuts the rope with it. Because it cuts so uh, Michael cuts the rope, it gets stuck on her leg. Her leg's fucked now at this point, isn't it? Yeah. 
She has um, to like basically crawl out, doesn't she? Yeah. John and Molly, they, they decide to start looking for them now because they're like, where the fuck are they? Sarah tries to crawl away and Michael stabs the absolute fuck out of her. It's gruesome. Like you said, show some, don't show some. Yeah. Well, the, like, if they'd shown Charlie getting killed, it wouldn't have been a shock that it was in the dumbwaiter. Because as soon as she's going to the dumbwaiter, like, Charlie's in there, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And then, but you're open, it's like, fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. But John and Molly, they, they find the blood trail coming from yeah, the dumbwaiter. Yeah, they step in, like, a puddle of blood. Yeah. John says, like, this is a sick joke. Yeah. But they follow it, and they find, um, they find Sarah hanging from, like, a light bulb wire. Yeah, I like obviously this. Michael's doing Very his old cool. shit, you yeah. know what I mean? And then Michael appears, and they fucking leg it, obviously. Not going to stick around, are you? So Michael catches up, and he uh, he grabs Molly, and then John starts punching him, like, fucking repeatedly. I, I always like it when they, they fight back. Fight back. Yeah, it's like, it's a guy. Hands off my woman. Yeah, but Michael you know, smashes him fucking down, stabs him in the leg. And then uh, Molly hits him with a rock, I think. Yeah. Um, they run. Michael stalks, as always. They get stuck behind a gate. This like this gate into the... It's like a gate before your front door. So they shut themselves in and Michael can't get in. But he, he tries to stab them through it. Oh, I love this. So bit. did I. I was it's like, so that's good. Michael. Yeah. That is Michael. And Laurie, you know, they're, they're banging on the door. Laurie lets them in just before Michael gets in because I think they've dropped the keys yeah Molly dropped them after and he she just like locked slowly it, goes she, down and yeah. picks them up it's a really cool scene but Laurie lets them in just before Michael gets in and then Michael and Laurie have this fucking face off through the window it's so good yeah they're like yeah. oh we both know each other's here now and Michael does a head twitch when he sees Laurie and then he's gone Brendan asks who was that and Laurie goes my brother <laughs> yeah yeah unfortunately so they all head away and um Laurie basically says to John and Molly, she's got to lock yourself in a fucking room. Brennan Brennan goes, What do we do now? And Laurie says, Try to live. It's like, oh Michael appears in the you know, they they go searching for him. Michael appears and Brennan is a fucking badass because he just straight up fucking mows them down with this revolver. Mm-hmm. He's just like bam 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 bam. He shot him six times. Yeah. Michael goes down, they go and check, and it turns out They've actually shot poor, poor Ronnie. Ronnie. And Michael... Brennan's, oh, God. I know. Michael, you know, he appears now and he, he stabs Brennan. He does the whole lifting him off the ground. Yeah, at least he doesn't have to live with his guilt for long. Yeah, no, he's dead. So Laurie fucking legs it. She runs to this door, and I love this bit, because she runs to this door and she opens it, and it's just a closet. Yeah. And she's, you can see it in her face. She's like, fucking... again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Michael, Michael's approaching... And um, she tricks him. I think is it. She tricks him by he thinks she's in the closet. Yeah, but she's actually behind him. Somewhere. She's, she's like behind a, a curtain or something. Or something yeah, or standing on the windowsill, and she bashes him with a fire, fire extinguisher. Yeah. So then she she runs to John's room, and um, we we see which I loved because it's another callback. We see Michael do the whole sit up thing mm-hmm. and look you know he looks like out. the one he did behind the the couch in the first one yeah. after he got stabbed with the knitting needle what i loved about this one as well is like because i thought it was quite well, not funny but i thought it was quite funny because michael actually looks pretty fucked he's like fucking hell that hurt yeah like you can see him without he's like jesus fucking christ man nobody's hit me that hard in ages it's john john laura john you know john laurie and molly they they all fucking run they get into this car 
drive they drive away i think just as michael gets to them and then when they're outside the gate laurie basically says to molly and john that you know he's got to leave she's got to stay and this is where we get a whole callback for the frankenstein conversation yeah where she's basically realized she's like, like no, no i've got, got to confront to, yeah. him like i'm yeah. gonna be living in fear for the rest of my life if i don't confront him so she grabs a fucking fire axe and the Halloween theme plays for her. And that is how you do a yeah. fucking theme. Like, it's, it's great because the Halloween theme's playing for her now. Like, yeah. she's the stalker. She's yeah. the predator. Yeah. She's going after Michael Like, now. this whole next, like, well, basically till the end of the film is incredible. Yeah. It's so It's the cat good. and mouse, but yeah. it's flipped. Yeah. Now Laurie's like, I'm fucking stalking you, mate. She, she, so she, she's screaming like Michael. Yeah, screaming Michael. I fucking I got chills when she started walking down, screaming like, Michael. She's like even Michael must have been like, yeah. "Oh fucking hell, she's not looking. She's looking for me now." <laughs> Michael's like, "I don't like. Is this what I've been doing to this? Hey, is yeah. horrible." <clears throat> but she uh, she stalks through the school, and um, Michael's like hanging oh, above this a bit. pipe, and I he like fucking down. It was incredible. Love this bit. So he's got one arm on the pipe as well, and he's strong enough to keep himself held up yeah. for her to walk it's underneath. Like that with like a fucking action movie. Or yeah, something. he just he just slow. It's not like he drops down from the pipe. He yeah. just like lowers himself down. They end up stabbing each other. Laurie fucking and stab. Oh, little Grace is it's again. It's the same, same place. Same yeah. place. Laurie runs again. You know, Michael stalks, and there's this cool scene now. It reminded me of Die Hard. <laughs> Where she's underneath yeah, this she's, table. Yeah, she's under the table and she's rolling. Yeah, and like Michael them. basically knows she's under there. So he gets on top of the table. You know, he's looking down at her. She starts crawling through all underneath all the table. They're in like a, a dining room. So there's yeah. like a, a long line of tables. And Michael follows her over the top. So it's, yeah, it's he's fucking like, cool. Like he stands on top them. and he's like swiping as she's trying yeah. to get out. And then he starts throw, you know, pulling the tables off two at a time. Mm-hmm. This is where we get like Michael's strength, because he's literally just grabbing two tables with one hand. And he's just like flip, flip. She ends up stabbing um, Michael with a is it an American flag? Is that, I missed that. Yeah, it's like a, it's either the flag for the school or it's an American. I'm sure it's either an American way, that's flag. Badass. Yeah, she stabs him with a flag. Cool. Yeah, yeah. She stabs him with a flag. She runs again. He follows. And she finds this fucking drawer of knives. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. It's yeah. funny. So Michael enters and she starts lobbing these fucking knives at him mm-hmm. one by one. Like, you know, I don't think they don't hit him, do they? No, I don't think because he's he basically comes and tries to stab. But she uses the knife drawer as a shield. Yeah. And the knife just goes like right through it. But... Yeah. Because she hit, she kicks him and she knees him in the nuts at this point as yeah. well. And it's funny because Michael doesn't even react. He's just like, hmm. He doesn't react to putting his hand in boiling hot yeah, water. Yeah, so he's just kicking him the balls. Gonna do. Yeah. She hides again, and then she ends up jumping out at Michael, and she's she stabs stabbing the, the fuck, fuck, fuck out, out of him. him. Yeah, and it's it's basically a balcony, yeah. and it's overlooking the dining room where they they were just just before. But she stabs him off the fucking balcony. Yeah, he falls to the ground. He falls onto this table, like yeah. smashes it, and he's. It, it like seems she obviously fucked. goes down. She's like, "I'm gonna fucking check this motherfucker's yeah. actually dead." And Ronnie comes back and stops her. Yeah, it's basically like he's he's dead. He's dead. Come well, on. she pulls. She goes to pull the knife out, doesn't she? Yeah. She's like, "I'm gonna stab him again." And Ronnie's like, "No, he's dead." And but uh, why would Ronnie feel the need? I'd be like, just 
you know, just do yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything with Michael. Like, you've yeah. obviously got some history going on here. Even if I didn't know about the history, but like, <clears throat> yeah, make sure he's fucking dead. Yeah. Which she does later. Yeah. But she kind of like nudges Michael's foot, like as she's getting pulled away. Like, and you know, it, it, it seems like he's dead, but yeah, he, he never is, is he? It cuts to outside and there's a cor- coroner's van. But Ronnie's on the phone to his wife again. And he's like, I figured out I'm going to write an erotic erotic thriller. thriller. Yeah. Michael gets body bagged. Laurie turns into more of a fucking badass now. Yeah, she like takes an axe. Gets uh, the gun from a copper. She just pulls the gun right off the fucking ops. Like points at them. She's like, don't fucking move. Yeah. You know, she tells the ambulance guys like, get get him on the fucking truck. Leave, shut the door. And I'm driving away with it. She jumps in the coroner's van. And she's like driving down the road, and she keeps like glancing Looking back in the, at this body bag yeah, to see to check. Um, she notices him wiggling about. It starts to move, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then Michael gets out of the body bag. Yeah. Laurie like slams the brake. He comes flying. He goes out the fucking, fucking windshield. windshield. Oh, it's great. Uh, but she tells him to get up. She's like, "Get yeah, up! Yeah, get up! Yeah. Get up! One last time." Which get it up. does. Yep. And then she runs him fucking down like smack, like like right uh, down like a fucking like hill. The, yeah, like proper fucking what do you call him from the second one style? Yeah. What's his yeah. fucking name? Um, I forgot. The kid that gets killed. You were literally just on about him. I forgot his name. Fuck. <laughs> I generally can't remember his name. But she runs him down a hill. Yeah. He's stuck in between the tree. Well, the, the, the van, van, like, he lands on a branch. Like, basically, he yeah. lands on this branch, and he's fucked. You can see he's fucked. He's like, yeah. Jesus fucking God, I just got hit by a car. And then the van falls off, and he gets pinned. Because he kind of, like, tries to, like, run away, doesn't he? He comes to, sees the van coming, he's like, oh, fuck. Go, yeah. Goes to get away, and he doesn't. The van's on time. fucking fire. Yeah. He's about to get Ben Tramer. Ben Tramer, that's it. Holy shit. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Um, we got there eventually. So Laurie approaches with him, you know, to him with the axe, and she, she has this little moment because he he's out of it. He's fucked. Yeah. He's like unconscious, and she she basically says, you know, Michael. Yeah, and she Michael like looks up her and he like holds his hands out. Well, he wait. He comes to and he's like, it. He seems shocked because he's like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Like he's looking around, and then he looks to make sure he's wearing his mask. He reaches for Laurie. She reaches for him, and we have this, like, brother-sister crying. Well, she's crying. He's not crying, thank God. <laughs> it's not Halloween um, 5 again. No. And then she just fucking up and goes, nope. Cuts his fucking head off with an axe. Which is what they should have done in every film. Yep. Cut his fucking head off. We hear the sirens approach. The Halloween theme plays, because the it deserves it. The original it. John Carpenter one. Yeah. Look at the end credits. And then it fucking ends. And then immediately gets ruined by the sequel. Yeah, like immediately. Like that whole ending is ruined. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that in the next episode because it's fucking bollocks. Yeah. But that was Halloween H2O. Halloween back on form. Yeah. Michael back to being Michael, being the shape. I mean, it still still comes across as like one of them... One of them films from that time. Do you know what I mean? But it's decent enough... And they've put enough callbacks and fan service and stuff for the fans to... You enjoy it a little bit more than it's just one of those slasher films. Yeah. It's done, you know, it's gone back to the, you know, the suspense and the build-up. Not just 90 minutes of... Kills. Yeah, and with no and purpose and, behind yeah. them. It's, it's a worthy successor to Halloween. It's definitely the best sequel yet. Yeah. Not that it was hard. Not that it was hard at all. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. 
like I said, like the last 10, 15 minutes is incredible. Pure cat and mouse, but it's flipped. It's great. It's Hunter versus... It's like Prey prey versus Predator. Yeah. So what are your ratings, Richard? Uh, Three and a half. Out of five. For a film, yeah. Yeah. Because some of the... I like most of the characters. I like Laurie, obviously. I like the... I keep forgetting this fucking Mr. name. Mr. Brennan. The Mr. Brennan. Didn't really like John's character. There yeah, wasn't much was to him. kid. Yeah. Obviously, obviously most of the teenagers give... are, are fodder. But, you know, John himself, there should have been more to him. Yeah, he was literally just there to give Laurie a reason to fight. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the soundtrack's great. The last few minutes are great. The opening's great, but like you say, it is still of its time. It's yeah, the it's 90s a... horror, which I don't... This is one of the better ones. It is one of my favourite 90s horrors. It is a worthy sequel to the original, but obviously it doesn't top the original. So <laughs> I think three and, three and a half's a very respectable score for seventh entry to a series. Yeah. And... Um, Fun fact, I'll go for a four, because you've got, like, the great bits with Ronnie and his wife. They're hilarious. LL Cool J is the better rapper that was Oh, yeah, I was going to say, of the two rappers that have appeared in this franchise... I enjoyed LL Cool J's more. Yeah. Bring him back for Halloween Kills. Why not? Everyone else is fucking coming back. I swear they're going to bring a rapper into one of these films. I'm not down with the kids enough to suggest who it could be. You know, I'll say it again. The last few minutes are great. the The fight between Laurie and Michael that that's what everybody came to this film for. Yeah, you like, got it. We need to see them fight. Yeah, and they it's like going to a Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you know they're gonna. You want to see them fight. So yeah, three and a half is a film. Uh, four out of five. Fun factor. Yeah, pretty much both the both same ratings for me. I had a lot of fun with this one. Bearing in mind that came a lot of that fun came off of watching it off the back of number six. Yeah, yeah. But it's a decent film. It's well enough put together. There's obviously some flaws. Them films, the 90s fucking slashes, they all had them. But there's enough callbacks. There's enough references to the original. There's enough cool twisting of the cliches of this franchise, like Laurie running away and everything. And then they flipped it in the last end where it was like Laurie wasn't running away anymore. She was finally standing up. She essentially became sort of a predator herself. Yeah. So I liked how you know it was it was flipped. They finally you know learned when and why to use the Halloween theme again. Yeah. I think it's only played three times in this film, and that's more than enough. But the times where it does happen, it's worthy of the theme. I think like, with Halloween franchise itself, the Halloween theme playing is a massive part of the Halloween films. Like when it like I said to you this to you before you know what i mean like you have to go in there to, when's it going to turn up when's it going to happen but fun factor it's just it's a lot of fun it's just yeah. a lot of fun it's yeah. easy to watch do you know what i mean it's not there's nothing here you go ha the 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 callbacks you know how the jokes the kills well, watching are all, watching all the fawn trilogies when i was doing my notes for this i it took me about three hours to watch each of them because i had to keep pausing yeah because i was bored yeah and then this one i just you know, nine through. minutes, no pausing. Yep. Decent entry. Probably the best entry since number one for me. Yeah, it's definitely the best sequel yeah. so far. Yeah. Back to one of the not-so-good ones. 
next time, though. Mm. Oh, Halloween resurrection. This is... This one will be the typical slasher that we're on about of the time. Yeah. This is the 2002, bad. Is, I think, Resurrection yeah. came out. This is the bad side of it. This is what yeah. you don't do right Yeah, when you're doing one of these films. Yeah, it's basically the polar opposite of H2O. Yeah. yeah. Join us in a few days for that one. Unfortunately for you. And, and for us. us. Yeah. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thriller.